You're listening to the Shoreline Community Church Podcast. For more information, check out our website at www.shorelinecc.com. Thanksgiving is not in our nature, honestly speaking. We're not born that way. It's easier to complain rather than to give thanks, right? What happens when the baby don't have the milk? Complain, right? How many you see baby hungry and they smile and loving? Or when, you know, they pee, what happened? They're not comfortable, they complain. Right away, they don't laugh. So, if we see from the Bible, giving thanks is not our nature. When Jesus healed 10 lepers, how many will come back? Only one. So if here, 1,000 people, just per se, meaning only 100, the one that will come back and give thanks to the Lord. The rest is not, if we take that statistic. And then, look at what happened with the Israelites. <clears throat> the Israelites received a series of miracles, heavily miracles. A lot of angelic ministry going on back then. From the moment the ten flake, the Red Sea divided into two. And not to mention with us so many, the pillar of cloud, the pillar of fire, the water flow from the stone, the bread, the QFC from heaven coming in every morning. But look at that. The moment they hear that report, immediately they make all night party. I call that a complaining party and crying party. Imagine like this you and me, the whole night doing party and complaining about God. God is not good, right? Yeah, I know, God is worse. He wants to kill me. Yeah, you're right. Look at it, better living in the Egypt. See, and then crying together the whole night. Wow, I said, it's just unbelievable, right? So today we will learn from David. David is an amazing man of God. When he said, it is good. Twice he said, it is good. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. He gives thanks morning and night. Seems to be simple and easy to say it, right? Sometimes the word is easy to say it if we don't know the background of it, right? So let's, let's, let's look the theological background of who David is. I put it right here. Who is David? David, he is the second king after Saul. And he climbs up his carrier from the bottom rock and all the way up through difficult circumstances. You agree with me on that one? Next. David's life filled, so many, filled with so many drama and long series of problems. No soap opera, no Korean drama that can beat the life of David. You name it. I'll go through one by one. He has a rough life as a shepherd boy. As a shepherd boy back then, he has to hold a job every night. It's the night that probably he will not come back home because he has to deal 
with lion and bear. Imagine how many of you will get willing to get a thousand dollar an hour job, but every night you don't know whether you're gonna go home or not. Life is threatening. He was rejected by his own father, where everybody, the father, believed in them. Only one that is rejected. When Samuel came, call all of your son. Jesse called everybody, but not David. That's really painful, right? Young people, do you feel painful or you're happy when you are differentiate with your sibling? You feel painful and rejected. Rejection is not easy. In fact, many of young people get into drugs because of rejection. And the hardest part to be rejected is by his own father, by someone that you love the most, the closest to you. That's the hardest part. That's what David did on it, right? And then what is next? That's before the king, before he become the king. Can you go and show the next slide? Bull. Okay. Oh, no. Yes, that's one. Let's give a clap to Naomi in the back. I mean, how many of you love Naomi? All right. Bullied by his brother. He bring food. But what happened? He was treated bad. Had to fight with Goliath. Do you think fighting with Goliath, it doesn't take a big cut for him? Oh yeah, the whole Israelites, even the heroes back then, don't, 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 don't have the gut to fight, and he fight. What else? Mocked by his wife, Michael. Well, he is happy dancing around. He said, you're crazy. How many of you feel bad or feel rejected when you are mocked by your husband or your wife? You humiliated. That's how painful it is. And not just that, he pastored 400 chunkies. <laughs> hey, look, out of the blue, 400 showed up. Imagine like this modern days, 400 chunkies come to me. Please pastor me. Please lead me. Can I be honest to you? Can I be honest to you? Yeah. What do you think will be in my heart? Uh, you know what? Let me pray whether this is the will of God or not. <laughs> Give me 40 days to fast to make sure this is the will of God. But if 400 are professional, right, it must be the will of God. Right? Look, pastoring 400 were hunted by the federal government, that's not easy. He probably, if I put myself like this, I preach and my back is disappear. They're not instantly changed. How many of you in the one night you instantly change? No. So David has to go through all of that. Next. After he become the king, his own father-in-law plotted to kill him. How many of you have father-in-law here? Imagine you go home, your father-in-law, that Saul 11 times attempts to kill David. Two times use his own hand with the spears. Okay, let me ask you. If, if you are having father-in-law, okay, your father-in-law, you go home, thrown up knife to you. 
How many of you will be smiling? Thank you, daddy. I love you more. <laughs> right? How about the second time? Will you still be happy? Right? Okay, next. His own son is getting higher now, getting more difficult. As a father, if my own daughter or my own son came to me, I'm going to kill you to take your house. I'm done. I have no courage to live anymore. Right? That seems to be simple, but not when you deal right away with it. Your own son, your own daughter try to kill you. When you are in, going through that pain, you probably will quit in anything. You, I'm done. And he's surrounded by the enemy. And yet, in the midst of all of those rejection, pain, disappointment, big challenges, and drama, he said, it is good. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. Morning and night, I give thanks to the Lord. Look what David tried to describe his life. No wonder for chapter before, in the Psalm 88, he said, my life is full of trouble. The word full, full, it's no space left. Not full of blessing, full of trouble. Not even one that he can see. There is not a trouble meaning. On all full, he was surrounded. His own wife, his own parents, his parent-in-law, right? And then he said, constantly near death. Do you know that when my mom just passed away in the month of June, and two weeks in the hospital, it's very, very tiring. And he says what? Constantly, I'm near death since my young age. Okay, next. It's, oh, no, no, no. I mean like the next verse. <laughs> Thank you, Naomi. He says what? Darkness is my closest friend. What is closest friend to you mean? Somebody that you spend time, somebody that you always wants to be, somebody that you are there, is there for you, and you're there for them, right? And that's become the body-body. Darkness is my closest friend. I said, wow, I guess no man in this world that have a such perfect suffering in his life. But in the midst of all of that, he said, it is good. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. He must have very strong reason when he said that. Why he still wants to give thanks when there is no reasons for it. Does his story can relate to you? I do. My life also have a trouble, have a problem, have a challenge. Don't ever try to dream that as a pastor you have no challenge or no problem. You do have problem. How many of you never have a problem? How many of you never been disappointed? How many of you never been rejected? Everybody, no one is immune. And in this all of that that you face right now, whatever level disappointment, rejection that you face, today you better learn from King David. 
why he gives thanks to the Lord in the midst of death. There are four things. I hope I can get it done according to the time. If not, have mercy and be thankful. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> Number one. Say with me, it's good when we give thanks to the Lord. And let's repeat again. It's good to give thanks to the Lord. It's good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning. Your faithfulness in the evening. How many times it said it's good? How many times? Three times in one verse. What does it tell you? Important. He repeated, it's good, it's good, it's good. Do you know that the word good here, I don't know, probably a lot of Hebrew and English connected with each other. Uh, the word good meaning in the Hebrew top. That sounds familiar like English, top, right? You're a top man. He's a top artist, right? <laughs> so just remember that when it says it is good, top. Okay, tell your neighbor, it is good, like this. With two thumbs up to your neighbors, it is good. Okay, it is top. Say to your neighbors. So, the word top, the word top, meaning good, meaning better. So, your life better when you give thanks. Your life is well. Your life is at best. Your life is in joy. Your life prosper. Precious, beautiful, and favor. So, when you give thanks to the Lord, your life is good. Your life is better. Your life is well, best, and you are at the very best of your life when you give thanks to the Lord. Your word creates your world. We will learn later. Amen. There is a strong connection between thanksgiving and joy. Thank you. Thank you, lady. I want to know you more, okay? Let's see the, from the pictures of one of the guys here. Dr. Michael E. McCulloch from University of Miami. He did a research, the effect of gratitude. He is a psychologist. This is in the Harvard Medical School uh, publishing report. Okay? He divided into three groups. One group, the second group, and the third group. The first group, you will be asked to write, to write about things that you were grateful for. The second group, it's about daily irritation and rejection or pain that you face, okay? This is just example. I'm not saying the middle group here is the complainer, okay? <laughs> just example. And then the third group, it's wrote everything that affects you, negative or positive. Guess what he found out? Next slide. He found out that the group one to those who write all the, everything that they are thankful for. 
there are multiple advantages of gratitude. They found out they have a higher level of the positive attitude. A greater sense of feeling connected to others. Right? You always have a sense of connection with someone that's always being thankful, right? How many of you feel disconnected with someone that is grouchy? <laughs> Can I be honest to you? Right, thank you, to hand. If I have four hands, I will leave out four hands. I feel a sense of disconnection to people that is grouchy and complainer and grumbling, right? Better sleep duration and sleep quality. More optimistic about the future. The funny thing about this, he just done the research. King David already said it 4,000 years ago. Why he spent so much cost for the research? Just read the Bible. They'll find out the truth, right? The Bible is the ultimate truth that will, the manual. Very simple. It is good to give thanks. It is good. Doesn't mean anything else. You want your life to be good, happier, optimistic with your life. Start to give thanks every day, not in only the month of November. Amen. Amen. Don't follow the world. What the world teach you when you start to face a problem or challenge. Let's visit Hollywood. Okay? In the Hollywood, when someone gets fired, what the Hollywood or movie teach you? You go to the bar, being grumpy, road rage, angry. Suddenly, your middle finger pop up all the time. <laughs> right? That's, and then cursing with the word G. I just don't believe it. What's his wrong? Jesus never, never do bad thing, but he used to curse Jesus. That is like, really? Sometimes I get annoyed and wants to leave the movie when I hear that, right? It's like, and then when, when, when you get trouble with your husband as a husband and wife, what were you doing? Going to the bar, party all night, right? Get weed. Alcohol, get drunk to find peace, right? That's what the movie taught us. And we thought we realized that what we do. What happened after you get alcohol? Your problems still stay there, right? No wonder Paul says what? Pray and give thanks. God's peace will be with you. It will transcend you know, covering, overing all of you. So when the moment you give thanks to the Lord, the peace of God flowing in you, moving up in you, covering you. Because why? Well, the moment you give thanks to the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul. You put yourself into the atmosphere of God. Right? What David says, enter to his gate with thanks. Giving when you are the atmosphere of God. What happens is the atmosphere of heaven is hovering you. The atmosphere of God doesn't relate and connect 
to the atmosphere of the world. Let's see, how many of you ever hear someone get drunk with the song, Bless the Lord, O My Soul? <laughs> Come on, bro. I have whiskey on the rock, unlimited. I provide it for you. And then you turn on the song. Bless the Lord, O my soul, give thanks where the grave will hide. And then you drink whiskey. <laughs> Doesn't it an alignment? It is important for you to understand this. No wonder, no wonder. I guess, I guess, what kept David sanity is when he gave thanks to the Lord. The moment he complained and grouchy, he called the atmosphere of hell, of the earth, flowing, and he'll lose the sanity. He'll be insane. Amen. I like this quote. It is not happy people who are thankful, but it is thankful people who are happy. Again, I want to tell your neighbors, you are not the very best when you complain. Tell your neighbors, please. And now encourage them. You are actually the very best when you give thanks to the Lord. Number two. Can you stand up? Let's read the word together with me. Three, two, one. <clears throat> Don't go after me. Okay, let's read together. Three, two, one. But you have made me as strong as a wild ox. You have anointed me with the finance oil. You may be seated. As strong as what? Wild ox. He didn't say when I give thanks, I'll be strong as strong as cat. As strong as wild ox. The picture of wild ox is this. Ox already strong. And then not to mention just not regular ox, wild, not tame. Wild. Unstoppable. He said, in the same chapter, when I give thanks, remember, Psalm is the book of poem. It's a collection of song from David. It doesn't mean that David is an ox, but he put it like just when you try to persuade your wife, your eyes is just like the moon on the star. Doesn't mean that your wife's eyes is not like the moon, but it's just like the way how you alleviate uh, and try to give uh, good things about your wife, right? So here, it's like, I will be like as strong as a like wild ox. What we can learn from here, you know, actually, the hardest part to follow Jesus is not when everything it seems to be good, but when everything seems to be hard. Yeah. Obedience is not the thing that is being preached in the church anymore. Because a lot of church are afraid to offend. 
the people to speak about obedience. But find me to those who really, really, really used by God, all follow God, they're the one that don't to obey God. Most of them, the one that follow God, the hero, the hall of faith in the Hebrew chapter 11, they all to those who obey God. And to obey God is not something that is easy. Obey God when everything seems to be good, easy. But obeying God when something that is not easy is hard, when your life go through hard thing, it's hard. Which the Bible many times says what? Love your enemy. It doesn't say that love your best friend. Love your enemy. Pray for those who hurt you. Whoever desire to live holy, you'll be persecuted. So that's the thing that has been missed. And people take it easy for the obedience. And let me tell you this, you will never be able to obey God when you don't have a thanksgiving lifestyle. Because when you give thanks, give thanks is like a power bank. Give you a strength from heaven. Darkness. Remember when I said about darkness? Darkness, the lesson of the darkness. Number one, darkness can be last for a long time for a believer. I don't know why, but theologically, that's what happened. No better place to learn about grace than in the dark time. You'll never know what grace, what Paul preached. We thought you were going through dark time. Grace only found in your weaknesses. Grace only found when you cry out in the pain. The greater the weaknesses, the greater the grace that will flow. And then you'll be able to give grace to somebody else. Without that, you'll be judgmental. You'll judge the people. You'll judge everybody. Amen? The third one. This is sidetracked a little bit about the darkness. No better place to experience character transformation in the dark time. Paul says like this, In order to keep me from becoming considered, I was given a thorn in the flesh. So the best place of character transformation when you go through the darkness. Do you know the ultimate goal in our Christian journey is not to get you into heaven. Let me repeat again. The ultimate goal The ultimate goal in your Christian faith is not to get you into heaven. To get you into heaven, that's the simple thing that God can do. He can just send all the angels, lift you up in heaven. But what happens in heaven to those who love gossip will gossip right there. What makes you change because of places? You change from the inside out through character transformation. That is why Paul says, to those who are called, they will be justified, right? To those who justify, they will be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. That's the ultimate goal in the Christian life. So, all of you here will go through all of that in our life. And where you find your strength, 
How many of you sometimes feel like you want to quit? I do. Many times I want to quit as a pastor. In fact, 1,500 pastors in the United States, based on the statistics, quit every year. Why? It's not they don't receive the calling. It's not they are not having talent. Because when you have no more energy, you have no more strength, what you will do the easiest way to suit your feeling is to quit. So when you give thanks, it will stop you from becoming a quitter. No wonder through all of that, through all of that, through all of that, David pushed himself to give thanks to the Lord. Because that's the way he plucked just like your gadget. No matter how good your gadget never being plucked, it's useless. You're the best creation ever. It's useless if you don't connect it to the source of the power. And in order for you to do that is by giving thanks to the Lord. No wonder. Thank you. If you want to clap, give a clap to the best to Jesus right now. No wonder David got a chance to kill his dad and his army, his army, his army pushing. It's okay, just kill you. He's about to kill you. And you've been, you've been prophesied, you've been prophesied to be the next king. Just kill him. Nobody's seeing it. You have all the reasons to kill. Does he do that? No. Does he kill his own son? No. Does he pastor the 400 junkies? Yes. Where is all the strength that he has? Imagine he pastor 400 junkies. And those 400 junkies, he pastor it right to become 400 mighty men of God. That strength, where is that coming from? It's coming when he plucked it. Give thanks. I know my voice is a little bit often a quarter tune or up and down. <laughs> but God doesn't care with that. God can create angel if just for beautiful voice. He plucked it. He said, I feel like I'm a wild ox. Unstoppable to obey God. Amen. Number three. Let's read together. You can sit. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. What does this verse tell you when it says old age? Even in old age, Speak about the future. The reality, it's all the drama that he has. But he can speak a future. How many of you dare to speak your future? To see your reality right now? He can speak it out. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit and remain vital and green. 
That is the future that he sees that he will produce fruit. He will be a chief. He will be a, become, he'll become a great achiever. Even though reality right now, when he said this, darkness is my closest friend. But he can speak even though my old age, in my old age, I'll produce the fruit and remain vital. The achievement that David has, he set almost all the law in the government of Israel at that time. He wrote the book of Psalm. He captured Jerusalem. He go victory after victory. He changed his life from a mess to become message. From victim to become victor. From a test to become testimony. I want to show you one picture. What do you think about this picture? Anybody? Beautiful. Loving family. Christmas. Thankful to be together on this side. Happy. One more. Say again. Loving. Loving. All is good, right? It's all good. Let me give you a background of this story, okay? What you say is right when you see this picture. But I have to pull back before so that you understand this picture. The one on the left, on your left, is named Mary Johnson. The one in the middle, Ozia Israel. And on the right, Carol, his name. Carol Green. Carol Green is Ozia mother's. Do you know what happened with this family? Ozia Israel killed Mary Johnson's son. And then after he was released, he stayed next door. Whoa, okay. How many of you will dare to meet with someone? Uh, how many of you will be able to still hug or smile to someone that killed your own family? No, right? He's not just a transformed lady. His strength coming, he said it. His strength coming when he gives thanks to the Lord. He praised the Lord. He praised the Lord. He praised the Lord. So the moment when this killer showing up next door, instead of hatred, he obey what the Bible says, love your enemy, bless to those who hurt you, bless and pray for those who hurt you. And now, she built a foundation from death to life to bring restoration between the victim that has been killed and the family that killed the victim. 
he, she built that non-profit organization. And then where they sit down together. I have one picture about horse. Can you show it? The next one about horse. Sometimes the things that holding you back is all in your head. <laughs> Does the horse lose its strength? No. Why? Probably the horse was beaten up when the horse, like, very young, tightened up, cannot release himself under the bondage. That is what happened, right? Your disappointment, your hurt, your rejection become the bondage. You don't lose your strength. Thank you. Do you agree with me on this? How can you unleash that? How can you have all the strength to go on with the Lord in obedience? When you give thanks just like David, day and night. I'm going to close with conclusion here. Let's go to the conclusion here. It says very simple. You are not at your very best when you like to complain or being grouchy. How many of you now will be willingly to say to your neighbors, you are at the very best when you are giving thanks? Come on. Another word, remember your word, create your world. Tell your neighbor. Amen. What Paul does when he was in jail, he gives thanks to the Lord. He can be just quit, grouchy, angry to God. Because he gives thanks, he has all the strength to continue. He get to jail because of what? Because he listens to the voice of God. Because he obey, he get to jail. When he get to jail, he worship the Lord, and then there is miracles happening. What can we learn from it? Miracles can happen, but at the same time, God can move you to the next will. What is God's next will? Okay, I'll perform miracle to show you there I'm access. I'm there for you, but the next level, I want you to still stay in jail. You know, we just have tsunami, earthquake in Indonesia. In Palu, there is a jail, broken down, and all the prisoners run. If I'm a prisoner, in jail, the moment jail split and the chain's broken, I run. That's the dream of every inmate. Get out from the jail. But he stay. Do you think that's not something? It takes a great courage and strength. And guess what happened? The jailman, the jailer came about to kill. No, wait. Hey, I'm here. Oh, what should I do to get saved? Receive Jesus Christ, be baptized, and the whole family get baptized. And he start church together with Lydia. And that was in Europe, right? That was in Europe. 
And where is Christianity coming into U.S. from? Europe. Where is Christianity coming from in Indonesia? From Europe. If we pull the string, it started when Paul giving thanks. Do you know what you do right now seems like nothing? But what you do, your obedience, that you do out of your pain, your life will travel so far, very far. Paul never have a dream at all that his work will be brought to United States or to Indonesia. He become history maker from a small, simple thing. You know, God sometimes just use a small thing. Many times we have been caught up with the world. You have to dream so big. Nothing wrong with it, but have to start small thing. And be faithful with a small thing. You never know that small thing because your obedience will travel so far, so far. It will change the history of mankind. The gospel will be preached all over the world. I want to challenge you with a seven days Thanksgiving challenge. From now until another seven days, every day, find five things to give thanks for. If you can find more, find more. We have to be thankful with everything, the air that we inhale, uh, all things, health, and everything that we have. If we have to get charged, we will go bankruptcy on that one. As someone in the hospital that have to use a inhaler, the air with life support, how expensive is that? And we are so thankful we are healthy today. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I pray right now, Heavenly Father, for all of your people in this place. We are so thankful that we are gathering all tribe, all nation, all tongue. We come together to give thanks to you. This is beautiful. This is heavenly rehearsal before we get to heaven. I pray, Heavenly Father, to all of your people in this place, those who are rejected, those who are in pain or broken right now, to those who feel that their life is hopeless, so many drama in their life. And today, I pray as we learn from King David that we have to give thanks to the Lord. It is good, it is good, it is good to give thanks. Morning and night. Father, we want to declare our life unto you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We have learned that our work will create our world. And we have learned that we are not the very best when we keep grouchy and complaining about our life. Help us to see the other side that you have been done in our life, O oh God. Hallelujah.